0: You're listening to a message from victory. Learn what it means to have faith in week one of our Christmas series. Hark.: And we're starting this series entitled "The Hark." Now, I know we use that word every day. Hark. <laughs> My daughter, Hark. Um, Hark simply means uh, to listen or to pay attention. And generally, December is one of the busiest times of the year. With everything that's happening around us, uh, with all the parties, the sales, uh, the exchange gifts, the bonus, the planned vacation, with all these things that's happening, you know, it's 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 uh, it's making us uh, making it more difficult for us to hear what God is saying to us. Uh, sometimes it's uh, with all the noise, it's more difficult for us to actually listen and hear what God is speaking to us this season. And so, in this series, we're going to look at uh, four stories, actually four messages delivered by angels to different people, building up to the first Christmas. So, may mga pinadala ho na messengers the Lord and. Uh, These people are in different situations leading up to Christmas, and God gave them a message that really spoke to them. Not only that it prepared them for Christmas, but it really enriched their relationship with God. And that's our prayer for this series. With all the preparations we're doing, uh, we hope that this series will help us prepare our own heart as we celebrate Christmas. And not only that, this will prepare us for the 25th of December, but somehow this will enrich our own faith and our own relationship with God. So uh, that's what we're going to look at starting today and the next three weeks. Can we bow our heads and uh, close our eyes as we pray and commit this time to God? Lord, we, we pray, Lord, maybe for some of us here, we're here today, but our mind is somewhere else. We're thinking of something else. I pray, Lord, that you will help us, Lord, calm our soul and our spirit. I pray that you will silence all the voices and allow us to hear only your voice. I pray, Lord, that you will give us the ability to hear you and receive your message for us. Not only to prepare us for the Christmas celebration, but really to draw us closer to you. So thank you, Lord, for the message that we're going to receive. I pray, Lord, that you will speak to us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, The first story we're going to look at uh, is in Luke chapter 1, verse 5. We're going to start in verse 5. And this is the story of Zechariah and his wife, Elizabeth. So we're going to read in verse 5. Then we're going to jump from time to time from uh, one verse to... Another, And then I'm going to make some comments in between. In verse 5, it says, In the days of Herod, king of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah of the division of Abijah. And he had a wife from the daughter of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. And they were both righteous before God, walking blamelessly in all the commandments and statutes of the Lord. But they had no child, because Elizabeth was barren, and both were advanced. In years, now first thing uh, to introduce us to the story, we're introduced to uh, these characters, Zechariah and Elizabeth, and both of them were from families of ministers. Now, in today, Zechariah is the equivalent of a pastor, and yung pamilya punila mga pastor tapos yung anak nila pastor tapos yung apo pastor. So it's a long line of really uh, ministers. Now. He's someone who works in the church. The only difference compared today is that Zechariah was a pastor uh, from a small town, approximately 50 to 100 people during their time. Ganon po yung community. And maybe pastoring a church of 20 to 30 members. So he is nationally ignored and internationally unknown. He's a simple man. Uh, not really influential, not rich, but faithfully doing what God has called him to do. Siguro kung ngayon may Facebook account si Zechariah, siguro mga 10-20 lang ang friends nito. Tapos pag nagpo-post siya, asawa niya lang yung nagla-like. Parang yung wife ko po, ano, one time I checked. Sabi ko, sino ba madalas mag-like sa post ko? Oh, nakita ko puro asawa ko lang. Not only that, uh, the Bible says that they were already old, and they had no children. For many years, we don't know how many exactly, but maybe 40 or 50 years. When they were younger, they believed God for their own child. And year after year, they prayed, they believed, but they failed. Imagine the number of baby showers and baby dedications they've attended together as a couple. Children of other people, not their own. Imagine how they felt through the years of praying and believing and nothing is, uh, nothing is happening. And they prayed. And every year they failed and their hope dwindled. And during their time, what made it really more difficult was that during their time, barrenness was considered as a curse. So if you're not producing babies, people might think... That you are actually in sin. Or you're doing something wrong. Maybe you're not right with God. Can you imagine going to church and you have this battle going on in your mind. And you're wrestling with this idea of what people are actually thinking about you. Okay, they're they are They don't have children. Now, childbearing was one of the primary roles of women. That's why it's a shame for them that they don't have children because that's their way of securing the future. The more people they have, the more secure their nation will be from invaders. Because they don't have uh, life insurance or hospitals in every town. The more children they have, the more secure their future will be. As they grow old, somebody will take care of them. Somebody will actually work for them and provide for the family. So children are really... Uh, It it really signifies security for the future. So can you imagine, if you're a a wife, you're a woman, and you're not producing babies. The pressure from the community. Now, here's what's mind-boggling about it. Because the Bible says, they were both righteous, and they're walking blamelessly before God. How How do you reconcile that? They are close to God, they are both righteous, yet they are... Quote-unquote, cursed. They are not blessed. What's, what's wrong with this? How can that be? They are serving God. They are walking with God. They are praying every day. So they should be getting all the answer to their prayers. So what could be possibly wrong? And that's not just a mentality during their time, but even today. There are actually people who think that uh, every time you pray, there's always an, an answer right away. Pag nag work ka sa church, dapat everything will be smooth. Nung nagpa-pastor pa po ako sa U-Belt, uh, mga students, many times, you know, student would come to me and sasabi nila, Pastor, buti ka pa, lagi kang walang problema. Parang as if we're exempted or immune from these things, but that's not true. So how can that be? What could be possibly wrong here? Here's what's wrong. And what's wrong is this thinking that Because we serve God, somehow we are entitled to receive His blessing. Because we are serving God, somehow God is indebted to us. And God is obligated to actually give us what we're asking from Him or what we're expecting from Him. So this was a paradigm shift. Because all along, that's what people believed. If you are in God then you should be blessed. You, you should not be experiencing all these things. So it's a paradigm shift. Because here, God, say, God was saying, they are righteous, yet they are going through these things. So, and I believe it's something that Zechariah and Elizabeth understood. That's why we can see them, in spite of their situation, they are still serving God. They are still serving God. You know why? Because they are worshipping God for who He is. Not because of what they get from Him. So th- that was very clear to them. And that, I think that's very important for us. As we prepare our heart, as we celebrate Christmas. It's important for us to, to understand that we worship God because of who God is. Not because of what we get from him. That's why, even though they are still waiting for the answer to their prayers, how many of you here? There are still prayers that you're waiting to be answered from God. There are still things that you're believing God for. Uh, some people have already turned their back and walked away from God. Lord. Grabe ka Lord. Hindi mo And I think there's a misunderstanding. There's something that was clear to Elizabeth. And Zechariah, that probably is not very clear to some people. To them, it was very clear whether we get the answer to our prayers or not. We are going to worship God. You know why? Because we worship God for who He is. Not because of what we get from Him. That's why it requires faith. If we are going to walk with God. And if we're going to live for Him. Because there are things in our life that we will not completely understand that will require trust on our part, more than understanding if we are to live for God and serve Him. Means there are people who would always ask for an explanation. Lord, give me an explanation. If you cannot explain it to me, I will never obey. I will never continue. But you know, sometimes there are things that what is needed is for us to trust God. More than try to interpret, and understand everything that's happening in our lives. Because sometimes God works in a mysterious way. I'm praying to you, I know what I'm asking from you is good, but why is it that you're not yet answering my prayer? Why? I don't have the answer, and sometimes we will never have the answer. That's why it requires faith. You know, I like this verse in Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verse 5. It says, As you do not know the path of the wind, or how the body is formed in a mother's womb, so you cannot understand the work of God, the maker of all things. Now, how many of you agree we don't completely understand everything that's happening around us? And we're okay with that, right? We're not demanding apple company to explain to us everything that's happening with our, in our iPhone before we buy. Hindi natin na hindi ako bibili mo inexplain lahat sa We don't, we just buy. We're okay with that. You know, the same way with God. You know, first time I held in my hand chess car firstborn. The first time ko na nahawakan dalawa yung kids namin, but the first time, you know, I was how old? 29 at that time. I was holding my newborn. I was staring at her. And I can't believe that my wife and I were able to actually produce another human being. It's so amazing. You know, our our children, really, are some of the most amazing and tangible miracles that God allowed us to experience. Until today, hindi ko kaya i-explain paano yun. yung eyes niya, yung nose, heart, the bones. I don't know how that transformed inside. I don't know how that was formed inside. I just know that we now have our children. It's their gift from God. So the Bible says, as you do not know the path of the wind or how the body is formed, in a mother's womb, so you cannot understand the work of God. You know, He's too great. God is too big and too awesome for us to comprehend with our finite mind. He is too big for us to try to make Him fit inside our brain and understand everything about Him. That's why the proper response to God is trust. Faith, not unbelief. And the proper response to God is worship. How many of you believe God is worthy of our worship? That's why regardless of where you are, and regardless of your situation, you can actually worship God. Whether you have already answered, uh, received the answer to your prayer, whether you're listing down the things that you're grateful for this year, maybe na 3-5 pages already, 100 things I want to thank God for for this year. And maybe for some of you here, parang feeling mo, Lord, dagan twenty lang kaya ko ilista. This year is not really that good, but guess what? We can still worship God today. I may not be able to understand everything that's happening in my life. I may not be able to reconcile it in my head, but I just know I can worship God. You know, second, um, while he was serving as priest before God, and I'm not going to read the Verse 8, 9, I'm going to jump. While he was serving as priest before God, when his division was on duty, Zechariah was faithfully serving God, an angel appeared and showed up. How many of you here this December, you want an angel to show up? Okay, yung iba sayin dito, Pastor, hindi na kailangan, katabi ko na siya. Yeah. Next. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Pang singles. So we're going to jump on verse 13. This is where Zechariah was serving. That was their situation. Building up to the first Christmas. And while he was serving, here's what the Bible says, an angel appeared and the angel said to him, Do not be afraid. I don't know if you are afraid of something. But I believe that's God's message for you today. Fear not. Do not be afraid. And he said... Do not be afraid Zechariah for your prayer has been heard and your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son and you shall call his name John your prayer has been heard how many of you want to hear that from god this december this christmas talaga sa lord your prayer has been heard yung mo na 10 years this year it will be answered Whatever that is that you're believing for, we want to hear that from God. You know, I remember this story of of an Italian kid, son of an Italian gangster. He wants a bike. So he told his mom. But his mom was a devout, you know, Christian and wanting to really change the trajectory of his son's life. He wants to teach him how to have faith in God and how to pray. So, uh, instead of buying a bike for his son, uh, her son, the mom said, pray to God. So, anak ng gangster, di ba? Italian. I'll try to, to really say it ng Italian accent, no? So, nag-pray yung bata, sabi niya, Jesus, can you give me a bike? Italian ba, oh, Chinese Chinese? <laughs> prayed. He waited for two days. Nothing happened. On the third day, he still prayed. Pa rin siya. Jesus, can you give me a bike? Wala no third day. So you know what this kid did? What he did was, he went to the altar, he took the statue of Mary, wrapped it in a towel, and hid under his bed. Then he wrote a letter and put it on the altar. And the letter read, Jesus, uh, Italian pala, sorry. Jesus, if you still want to see your mama, <laughs> give me a bike tomorrow. Hinostage. <laughs> <You know>, Hindi <laughs> 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 <nag-work> prayer. <laughs> no, you're laughing, but some of us did that before. <laughs> Maybe some of us are still doing that today. In order to get what we're asking from God, sometimes we make, threats. Lord, if you don't still answer my prayer, I'll stop praying and reading the Bible. Or sometimes we try to bribe God. Lord, I'll read my Bible ten chapters a day. I'll complete all six services in Green Hills, nine eleven, one, three, five, seven. I'll give my tithes then twenty one days of Christmas. I'll I'll spread it out. So we make bribes so that God will somehow grant our requests. But you know, here's the good news for you. You don't need to make threats or you don't need to bribe God. You know why? Because every time you pray, God hears your prayers. And I think that's encouraging for us to know, though basic, Yet that's very comforting to hear because how many of you sometimes when you text your wife or your kids or somebody else and they don't answer, sometimes you freak out. Sometimes I text to my wife, ko, 10 o'clock na, where are you? Wala. Where are you, sweetie? But I think, what's going on to happen to her? Then I text her, sorry, left my phone. <laughs> ah, Okay. But you receive it, Minsan, kahit di sinagot yung tanong mo, pero alam mo, ay, buhay pa siya. <laughs> Safe pa siya. Comforted ka na 'di ba? And sometimes, ganun tayo, nakakabaliw minsan kay Lord. Magpipray ka, naririnig ba ni Lord? Alam ba ni Lord, due na yung payment ko? Alam ba ni Lord na on the rocks yung marriage namin? Alam ba ni Lord na naga addict na yung anak ko? Alam ba ni Lord na, ano, na single pa rin ako? <laughs> alam ba ni Lord, but how many of you know, kung alam mulang na alam ni Lord, that will give you so much peace and encouragement. And guess what? Here's the message of the angel to Zechariah and God's message to you that every time you pray, God actually hears your prayer. And that's our confidence. God cares for you. He knows your frustrations, your disappointments, your excitement. You know, two verses for us. 1 John 5, verse 14 to 15. And this is the confidence. Everyone say confidence. confidence. And this is the confidence. Well, There's confidence. <laughs> confidence. Everyone say confidence. confidence. And this is the confidence that we have toward Him. That if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. And if we know that He hears us in whatever we ask, whether that's relational, financial, spiritual, professional, whatever that is, we know that we have the request that we have asked of Him. You don't need to bribe. You don't need to make threats. Every time you pray, if you pray, if you know what you're praying for is God's will for you, you have this assurance that God hears you. And God will do something about it. Hebrews 4, verse 15 to 16. For we do not have a high priest talking about Jesus, who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin... Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. That's our confidence. That every time we come to the throne of God, we will find grace and help in our time of need. What help do you need? What grace, where, what, what area of your life do you need grace the assurance is that every time we come to God, we will find help in grace. The reason you are still here today is because the grace of God is sustaining you. God always hears and answers our prayers, but He answers in three ways. But, but, pastor, every time I write in the prayer request, by the way, we're praying for that every week. We go through that, we read, we pray. I know that some of you, it's your prayer request week after week. But God answers in three ways. Three ways God answers: yes, not yet, or I have something better in mind. Sometimes, when you pray, express delivery. How many of you here experienced that already? After praying, just a few minutes, the answer already came. Kaka you say amen, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen, then you will text it. By the way, granted na. bilis no na. Sometimes you pray. You know, I've have, I have experienced that before. palang ko. Lord, I pray for... What's uh, ah? Okay. <laughs> you know why? Because the Bible says, even before a word is on your mouth, the Lord already knows what you're praying for. But we need to pray. You know why? It's for our good. It's to build our faith. To exercise our faith. So, sometimes, God's... Answer is yes, it's God's will, the timing is right, go. Sometimes the answer is not yet. Ecclesiastes 3, verse 1 For everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven, for every activity under heaven. So God's delay doesn't mean God's denial. So feeling, I prayed for that for six months, nothing happened. Maybe it's not God's will, not necessarily. God's delay doesn't mean God's denial. So if you know, if, if that is God's will, keep praying. Tell the person seated next to you, keep praying. You know, there's this card that my wife and I, our family prayed for, for a year. We, uh, before my wife gave birth to our second child, we had this card, the, the picture we posted it on our phones, the, the screen of our phones and laptop. So that every day when we open our phone and our laptop, we would be reminded to pray for this. So every day, when I bring my daughter to school, I would tell her, pray for the car we're, we're believing for. So we prayed for it for one whole year. One month, two months, three months, four months, five months. We know it's God's will for us. We just know we have a word from God. Seven months, we don't money, right? But we don't know how, where to get the money for the down. We don't know but we're just praying, we're just believing. And guess what? Exactly one year, God answered our prayer. So, maybe the answer is not yes, maybe the answer is not yet. So remember, God's delay doesn't mean God's denial. And third, sometimes God's answer is, I have something better in mind. Zechariah and Elizabeth were just asking for a child. Isalang lang Lord. One baby. lang. But you know, God gave them John. And here's what, the angel uh, told them about this son that they're going to have in verse 14. And you will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth, for he will be great before the Lord. And he must not drink wine or strong drink, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even from his mother's womb. And he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God, and he will go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah. To turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just. To make ready for the Lord a people prepared. You know that verses we read... It's actually found in the book of Malachi. The last book in the Old Testament. And the last book of the Old Testament is Malachi. And between Malachi and the book of Luke, there's 400 years of silence. Meaning God did not send a prophet to give the word of the Lord. Nobody gave the word of the Lord. So people were waiting. And then after 400 years, an angel showed up. Giving the word of the Lord. The silence was broken. And they were given a word. So, grab it. Can you imagine? The parents were just simply asking for a child. Now, you're talking about the child prophesied 400 years ago. Who will prepare the way for the coming Savior. And we are going to be the parents. The prophecy was actually talking about our parents. Child, you know, God's answer is always bigger than our prayer. God's answers are bigger than our prayers. Ang hinihingi lang nila, child, sabihin, Lord, hindi ko lang kayo bibigyan ng anak. I'm going to give you something that will bless the nations of the world. And so sometimes we think, Lord, ang hinihingi ko lang, promotion lang. You know, we need to always see everything in connection to God's overall plan of redemption for humanity. You know why? Because your story is part of a bigger story. Your life is a puzzle, is a piece that God is using to accomplish His plan of salvation for whole humanity. So it's not just about you. Christmas is a reminder that life is not all about us. It's all about Jesus. And everything that's happening in our life, it's not isolated in a vacuum. It's connected to what God is doing in the world today. God's answers are bigger than our prayers. And and here's what's funny. In In verse 18, during the conversation, the dialogue, Zechariah said to the angel, How shall I know this? For I am an old man and my wife is advanced in years. In other translation, sabi niya, pwede bang mangyari yun." And the angel answered him, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God, and I was sent to speak to you and to bring you this good news na yung angel. In verse 20, and behold, you will be silent and unable to speak. I'll mute you until the day that these things take place because you did not believe my words which will be fulfilled in their time you know why sometimes if you don't have anything good to say just keep quiet don't ruin god's plan for your life don't keep speaking negative things about our nation if you have nothing good to say now here's the conversation he sabi how shall i know this? imagine they're praying for this for 40 50 years then finally an angel showed up and sabi god answered your prayer and sabi Di niya ding sabi ni gabriel Sabi niya, how how can I know this will happen? Sabi ni Gabriel, hello, I have wings. Angel. There are only two angels named in the Bible. Gabriel and uh, Michael. Sabi niya, I'm one of the two. And Sabina, hello, you've been praying for this. How can you pray for something and not believe that God will answer? You know, when God answers our prayers, the question is not, can God do it? But will you believe it? Will you believe it? Pagin answer na ni Lord, Lord, gamitin mo ako. And when God finally gives you an open door to preach, Lord, kaya ba to? Kaya <laughs> When God answers your prayers, the question is not God. Can God do it? No. Will you believe it? Will you actually step out in faith and preach? Lord, gamitin mo ako to be a blessing to others. And then God opened the door for you to be a blessing. Tapos may pera ka sabulsa pinaprompt ka gumagaan na yung puso mo sabi ni lord bigay mo na <laughs> ikaw naman parang lord kaya ba talaga kaya ba ka sya ba Mani- naniniwala ka ba sa pinagpi mo sometimes our confessions are opposite our petitions sometimes what we say is different from what we pray tapos Lord ay naniniwala ako i-bless mo kami tapos pagkausap mo ay grabe ang buhay to malas Lord, heal our marriage. Eh, paano tayo magkakasandun grabing pag We're saying, we have to check the words coming out of our mouth. And to do that, we have to check our heart because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So I want to ask you this question. How's your heart? As we celebrate Christmas, is your heart full of faith or full of fear? Are you trusting God or are you doubting Him? How's your heart? How's your heart? As I end in Luke 1 verse 24 and 25 After these days his wife Elizabeth conceived and for 5 months she kept herself hidden saying thus the Lord has done for me in the days when he looked on me to take away my reproach among people finally God gave the answer to their prayer and Elizabeth said my God has taken away my reproach. Reproach means shame or disgrace. She suffered emotional and verbal and spiritual abuse for many years. Then God intervened and took away her shame. This is a picture and a preparation for the coming of Christ. This is a picture of what God wants to do in our lives. He wants to save us from our sins. And He wants to take away our shame. So that we can worship God. We can walk with God. And we can serve Him for the rest of our life. Amen? So as we celebrate Christmas, be reminded that God is a God who hears and answers your prayers. And God's answer to you is bigger than what you're asking from Him. Because your story is part of a bigger story. And God came to save you and take away your shame. Amen? As we pray. Lord, thank you for the encouragement we receive from you today. Thank you, God, for giving us ears to hear. Thank you for giving us heart that is tender before you. Thank you for giving us mind to comprehend that we may understand, Lord, what you're doing in and through our lives. God, thank you. Lord, I pray like Elizabeth, like Zechariah, whatever situation we're in, whatever is happening, whether we have the answer to our prayers or not yet, like them, I pray we will worship you. And we will continue to serve you and live for you. That we will worship you for who you are. Not because of what we get from you. So, Lord God, elevate our understanding of who you are. Align our hearts to you. Align our hearts to you today. Lord, I pray for those of us who are full of fear. Lord God, replace it with faith. Lord, for those of us, Lord, maybe because of praying for months and years and we feel like nothing's happening, that we're, we're wrestling with doubt and unbelief. I pray, Lord God, restore the confidence in us. Restore our confidence that you know what's going on. You are concerned and you're doing something behind the scene. Lord, I pray for those of us here, Lord, who are waiting for the answer to our prayers. I pray, Lord, that this message will, Lord, build our faith in the name of Jesus. Build our faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph/resources/podcasts.